already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio. Check it. You fucking with an Iron Empire. Harder than chess from a piece. Welcome back to another episode of Iron Empire Radio with me and PJ. We took a week off, but we're back. Because, I think mostly because, we have a very special guest in the house right now, Robert Rob Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) I like that you called me special. Special, yes. He is so special that I said today, because I I have a lot going on, and there is, uh, we have athletes in town, and there's a shoot that's going on tomorrow, plus I'm cooking dinner for some people tonight, and I said that the only reason that I was still here is because it's Rob Bailey. Yeah. Wow. All the specialness. It's a lot of pressure on you, Rob. In a 78 degree office that we're yeah. sitting in. If, if this show is not good at all, PJ later will be like, I wasted my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> Today we had an interesting day. Actually, this has been a uh, an action packed uh, trip. Rob and Austin. Austin's in the corner over there. Austin, yell something so people can hear you. Hi. There he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> There's Austin in the back. They've been here for uh, a few days now. What, they got here uh, two days ago, right? Yeah. And it's been action-packed since you got here, right? Yeah, uh, tons of action. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need a little action in life. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like Florida action. It's seven degrees in Pennsylvania right now. Yeah. So, seven? Yeah, oh, around there. Oof. Dana's Snelling. actually stuck on top of our mountain because she can't get the uh, the tractor started to plow. Oh my god! Meanwhile, I'm on a fucking boat. Yeah, he's uh, setting pictures of the boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just rubbing it in. Yeah. Maybe you can like rig like a like a, a a shovel to like the goat's back, and they can like dig her out somehow. They're not work goats. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> not work. <laughs> they ram each other. They ram each other's <laughs> play goats. Yeah, they work goats. He was saying that they ram each other like head on and they just bounce off. That's yeah, what they, had, that's that's what they do. Yeah. That's what they're built for. Yeah. Built for ramming each other. Yeah, you wanted me to ram Flex Lewis. I was saying if they were to <laughs> ram each other head on that they might die. You know, But these goats, they love it. You want wait? You wanted the goat to ram Flex? Flex that would be no. funny too. Oh, that would be all Rob made. Bailey and Flex Lewis hitting their heads together. They yes. had to pull out of the Olympia because of the goat ram. <laughs> that goat ram hurt me. <laughs> but he doesn't have to uh, duck or anything when he does his. Like uh, he Ooh, just gets to run straight. Oh, he can run straight on. He'd have to get all Oh, mate, that was a low blow. <laughs> so why are you here, Rob? What are you doing in Boca? We uh, I'm apparently on boats, uh, doing everything. Yeah, we. Well, um, yeah, came came down to see you guys. Uh, for for anyone that doesn't know, um, my wife and I, Dana and Bailey, I'm talking like people don't know who my fucking wife is. Yeah. Um, started running everything a little while ago, and uh, we're very new to the supplement game. Um, it's a totally uncharted world for us that I understand a little bit, but uh, yeah. you know, work with you guys a little bit, look up to you guys for advice and things that I don't understand. Which is a lot, apparently. And you guys have been doing well for, <laughs> for, not, for not understanding. Very well, yes. Yeah, for, I, yeah. I mean, well. it's it's not. You know, it's. I, th- I think more on the distribution side. I, it's it's a totally different world because we flag and fail has always been. Uh, you know, just from our warehouse to the consumer. How did you decide stores. to do that? That's something I've always wondered. Like flag and fail itself. Yeah, well, I mean, like the, that business model because. You know, me and PJ have always been of the mind, uh, although we are direct-to-consumer mostly for Blackstone Labs to start, mm-hmm. almost all to start, it was always like, let's get as much money as possible, let's make as much, you know, get product out there as much as possible. So whenever, like, a store wanted to carry us or anything like that, we've been smart. Thankfully, we didn't do distribution or anything, but when a store called and said, hey, man, we want a 1,000 units, we would always be like, hell yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. then we'd celebrate. But you guys, 
get offers for a thousand units yeah, all the time. So I was, I mean, you, you knew me. Of course. I mean, yeah. we, a long time ago, we've known each other forever. Um, and we were broke as fuck, dude. We were like in financial turmoil. And the first month we made $900. Yeah. Um, the second month, I think we doubled. We made maybe 800 to a th- $2,000. Right. Or I'm saying 1800 to $2,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, total se- sales. Though. Yeah, total sales, which, I mean, that's not profit. That's, that's still like I can't pay my bills. Like sure. We're still fucked. I'm not a good husband. I'm fucking <laughs> everything up. Um, and we got an offer uh, for a dude to invest $10,000. Right. Which I think back now, like... I could have bought a new press, I could have bought an oven, I could have bought everything. I told him, no, I didn't want anyone involved. And that's just, I was very jaded from something that happened a little bit prior to that. So I was like, no, I don't fuck with anybody. Like, I'm doing this on my own. I don't fuck with anybody. What happened a few months before that? Uh, I was in another business thing where I was just a young artist. And uh, I sort of got taken advantage of as a young artist. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I just, it was a really weird, bad situation. But I learned everything you need to learn about business. Um within a year mm. of like getting my dick kicked in. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, I didn't want to take money cause I didn't want anyone to have ownership but me. And then with distribution or not distribution, when stores started to want to, and gyms were like, Hey man, we want to buy, you know, $2,000 with a flag and fail to carry it. My big concern was, uh, seeing my product on a shelf. Hey, like, Oh, $5, buy mm. one, get one free, you know, because I no longer had control over, over my product. You know what right. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the stores had control. So, it, like, we I call imagine, that whoring of the products in the supplement industry. Yeah, or like if it's not selling, I, I, I can only imagine like Flagner Fail, like my fucking pride and joy, walking into like a gold gym in San Francisco or where the fuck, and seeing it like over there and being like, "Oh, bro, why is it? Why is it on that shelf?" Be like, "Ah, Flagner Fail sucks. Like, we're just trying to get rid of this shit." That would rip my fucking heart out. Mm, right. And uh, I mean, that's like a, a simple explanation for it. But I, I just didn't want anyone. To be able to, you know, judge my value other than other than me, and then people that want to buy it. Mm, so I just sense. don't want to put, have other people market for me. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I know uh, for us, like that's one of the things that, you know, for Blackstone Labs that we struggle uh, struggled with with the Amazon is that uh, people were getting the products and then trying to like just get cash flow, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. man, uh, we got to get cash flow. We need our business isn't doing well, so let's sell this Dust V two or Angel Dust back in the day." For twenty bucks, because we just got to get money, and you're yeah. like, "Holy shit, our stuff, our babies are selling for twenty bucks." A- Amazon is is king when it comes to like whoring and, and the potential whoring of, of your brand and what it can do. And yeah. and for us, we were uh, in a very tricky spot at one point because it was. I, I don't want to just say it was hurting because it was more than hurting. It was changing the flow of our entire business because when you design the company the way we did online to be, you know, direct to consumer through these athletes. And now you have people saying, well, I'm not going to talk to your athletes or use your athletes code because I can just get it cheaper on Amazon. And you have no clue who these people on Amazon are. Yeah. So you can't even get to the bottom of it. And now, now you get in a position where you have athletes that think that you're doing them wrong. And, um, the whole thing, uh, could get very, very, very stressful. So I like the idea of just knowing exactly where your stuff is going at all times and not letting anybody be involved in that. The only other outlet right now, which is, it's weird that I hate this, but I still hate this, is we end up on eBay. Yeah. Mm. And it sucks because a shirt from a year ago is brand new. It'll end up on eBay that I sold for $28. It'll be selling for $150. And, like, to me, I get why people want to pay that much for an older shirt that's, like, gone and limited. At At the same point in time, I feel like... I feel fucking bad. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want someone to pay $150 for a t-shirt. Yeah. I don't want a $40 <clears throat>
All right. All right. All right. You know what? This is this actually happened one time before, and uh, and PJ just walked out. He literally put <laughs> put his headphones down and and walked out. Are you staying because um, I'm special? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so just to let people know, there's a strange gap, and uh, and we do not know why it stopped recording, but it stopped recording. And unfortunately, you missed some of the most special moments. Rob cried. Yeah, I honestly can't believe a lot of the things that he said. PJ uh, threw uh, up. Yeah. It was. It I was, have a whole new look on on life yeah. in general now. I feel. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Rob made us believe in God, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, then, and then it didn't work. Anymore, so. Austin's gone, so I don't even know. Austin got up and was like, fuck this. <laughs> and, and left. If you want to watch what happened, you can go to the video. We're actually videoing this for YouTube, so Ooh. you could watch it Ooh. for YouTube. Oh, yeah. that, 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 this will, this will have a, a special... YouTube views just skyrocketed. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so uh, with that in mind, we will, uh, we will answer a question that we asked. What is Rob's biggest challenge in the supplement industry? Biggest challenge then me and Peter talk in the about supplement it. industry. Yes. Um, huh. I, th- I think it's. Yeah, I, I see the comments a lot. I think it's people thinking that we're not making good supplements. We're just relying on our name. Because um, that's what. That's what people that don't like us. That's what they say. Yeah. You know yep. I mean? It's the same thing. It's a. You know the. Uh, wow. It's, it's going to be steroids, yeah. not supplements. And it's like, well, <laughs> chill the fuck out, internet. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that that's that's the internet and it's even I've heard it from a lot of like I've heard it from I heard it from a couple of stores in the beginning I saw posts being like we're not bringing it in because uh fan we're not just trying to sell fanboy bullshit right it's like I don't know do we we don't take sponsorships like there's we don't have our name on shit we don't we could fucking put our name on everything I think I yeah mean, 100% um and I mean, we turn down weird sponsorships all the time for nonsense because it's like, dude, I don't, we don't need to like fucking make money on everything and merchandise everything and have Dana's face mm-hmm. on the side of fucking. When we, when we lost the, uh, the recording for a moment there, that's one of the things we talked about is why, like, kind of like, why are you pop? Well, not necessarily why are you popular, but what have you done or didn't do? And what are you concerned about to continue your popularity? And I think maybe that is one of the keys is that you guys haven't done shit like that. Maybe. The timeline for how people stay popular, if you go all out like that and put your... If you were to have Dana's face on every gym bag and all this yeah, and that... Yeah, it would get so old. Maybe so people would be like, fuck this. You know, like, that timeline would have decreased based on the fact that it's now too much. Yeah. You and guys if, are actually conscious of that a lot. Oh, yeah. And if, if that's what I was going to say. If they weren't uh, conscious of that, they'd have been doing this for a long time already. And then you could make that argument that, oh, they're just, you know, using their popularity to, to you know capitalized on all this but what i always tell people um like you know you see rob he's funny and he's he's cool and this and that but like behind the scenes a lot of stuff that like people wouldn't realize unless they spent a lot of time with you is like how well thought out you are yeah and so like rob would never do anything that he didn't put a lot of fucking thought into first because he the pride thing that might have been cut out earlier but I, th- I think <laughs> that was and that's what I mean if we were basing everything on money I think I said this and it got cut off but we capped sales on Flagner Fail yeah and we capped them like over a year ago um, to the point where like everyone else under me because I have a bunch of employees now are, I think they might be like they don't understand and they're a little upset um, just because you know they're like, so wait, we're stopping growth right now? Like, does that stop me in the future? But I'm trying to explain, like, how this is going to help out later. But, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's, it's the thing we said from the fucking beginning. And it, and Dana reminds me a lot uh, that this isn't all about money for us. And I right. think that uh, a lot of our decisions are based on 
like if we're basing it solely on a monetary value, we normally just bail on it instantly. Mm, yeah. um, if we're basing it on a negative or like revenge, we bail on it instantly. So like we, we think about what's the main factor behind this decision. And if it's like either money wise or it's for some kind of revenge or just to like show somebody like fuck you, we bail on it right away. Right. Um, she helps keep my head on straight because I'm obviously a little more rash and, mm. you know, like yeah. you guys. Yeah, well, it's, you have to have that balance, right? Yeah. It helps out. Yeah, I definitely think so. And I think that I really honestly believe what you just said does play into why you guys have uh, have not ever lost any popularity. If anything, you continue to grow is because you guys don't focus on how much can you get right now. You know, you're focusing yeah. on long term and, uh, and quality of product versus quantity of product. Yeah. You know, when you get something from you guys, you, we talked about, like, the experience. When you get a package from Flag or Fail, you're not just getting an uh, envelope with a T-shirt in it. You're getting an experience, yeah. you know, which, That's very what we try few, to focus on. Yeah, which very few people do. As far as my, our, me and PJ's uh, challenges with the supplement business, the thing that we didn't expect that became a big, you know, big part of our lives in 2015 was lawsuits. Mm. Uh, I just figured, like, you know, we'll do good. We'll make good products. People will like them. You know, we'll make products that we would take. And then we would be okay. Uh, no. And no, no. And it, it turns out there's a lot of companies and people out there. It's funny because it's different. We don't. We've never had a lawsuit where somebody get hurt taking our product. That's different, you know. Where you know, like I almost feel like if that were the case, you'd be like, "Fuck it, you know what? You got to own up to it." If mm-hmm. something bad happened to somebody, then you take. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you're like, you know what? We did. You know, we didn't want that to happen. I'm sorry, and we should make it right. But it's different when it's a company and they're like, hey, we're not doing any business, but you guys are doing a lot of business and we don't like it. So now we're going to sue you <laughs> because you are making more money than us or yeah. your advertising is working better or whatever. And that's the big thing now is these Lanham Act cases where people will sue you for what they call false advertising. So they'll say you had a claim that's not right or you had an ingredient that that we don't consider legal. It could be legal by the government. The FDA could say it's legal, but if they consider it mm-hmm. illegal, they will then sue you. Yeah. And a lot of times, this is the crazy part, a lot of times lawsuits are so expensive, and you say, okay. It's, it's yeah, better to settle. Yeah. Better to settle. And we started making Which gym equipment. Which is really hard when you Oof. are a prideful person, too, and you know that you're not wrong. Yeah. That's really, really, really hard. Imagine you, somebody... Well, that's why, that's why we stopped making gym equipment, because yeah. I, I talked to Legend... Or I don't know if I should say their name, but whatever. Fuck it. Legend. <laughs> and um, they said that they, they just got sued by a, uh, like a, a, some guy who hurt himself on a squat rack. And I guess there was no, um, there was no like branding on the squat rack. Uh-huh. So they just sued everyone. And, the, and, and you make the decision and you're like, well, do we fight this? For fifty thousand dollars, or do we pay out for twenty? Mm. And it's like, so what crazy. the fuck? But you know, that's America now. This yeah. is right? it's such an amazing, like litigious society where, where literally we've had lawsuits. We had one from Iron Mag Labs, our old employer, where he was, where everybody told us we were that he was wrong. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, this is bullshit. It's frivolous. It's bullshit. It's frivolous. And uh, at one point, thankfully, we fought it off, and he lost, and, mm-hmm. he, and he removed it uh, with prejudice. But I mean, to be honest with you. Beating him was fun, by the yeah, way. Yeah, beating him was fun. But, like, the truth of the matter is the smart move, because we spent $60,000 fighting him, Jesus. the smart move would have been to give him twenty grand or whatever and tell him go, go away. Yeah. But, like, man, that's a really tough thing. He could have bought a, a Civic. and <laughs> yeah. you know? for, for, for us, what we just could not believe, to this day, I'll never be able to understand that you can sue somebody for doing too good. 
I mean, that is crazy. You That's can sue somebody for doing too good. Do you listen to hear how loud these fuckers are upstairs? These are our employees. That's how it is. So for, for, uh, for the, the listeners that don't know, the call center, right? We have a call center. It goes on all day. Yeah. But it's like all of a sudden, like, because Aaron and I usually leave, like, between 5 and 6, right? It's like when they assume we're gone, which is what I know. Is, is what's going on up there right now. Yeah. It turns into like frat house. I just Ooh. texted it, be quiet. We were I've been here where Shut it's up. like crazy. There's yeah. like crazy stuff going on up there. Um, you got my text, I guess. Yeah, it got you quiet all of a sudden. Quick. But that's, 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 that's what happens when the head of the department is uh, 21 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, I hear the kids start screaming and laughing. I'm like, Who, what the fuck is going on up there? Like when they think we leave... You'll start hearing them laugh and shit. I'll go look, and they'll be like shooting Nerf guns. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? And everybody's like, oh, oh no. They're scared of Aaron. <laughs> Dad's yeah. here. No, they're, all, they're all scared of Aaron. We were talking about this today. Yeah. How is it that I look at fucking PJ's, the, the angry Italian man, and I'm, <laughs> I, and I'm the tall, goofy Jewish guy, and they're all scared of me? How does that work? I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird, you need uh, to weird be friendly. I, no, I don't need to be friendly. Smile, it's friendly. good, yeah. And we need, I, it's good. Somebody, there, 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 there's somebody here that I think is like scared of me a little bit. Who? Joey. Joey. Oh, yeah. Joey yeah. is scared of you. Scared of you. Angel, so, Angel the girl may be scared of you, too. Well, a- Angel doesn't hates the camera, too, so she knows there's always a camera around me. So I've actually seen her see me and, like, literally run away from me. Let me ask you this. Here's an interesting one. Something me and PJ are running into that I always said that I wouldn't run into because Rich Aspari told me about this. And uh, Rich, you know, obviously, Rich is, I'm sure he's a great guy. We don't yeah. really know him well, but mm-hmm. his business kind of fell apart to some degree. You know what I mean? The Gaspari yeah. stuff. So he told me that. Well, to a large degree, really. I mean, yeah, I'm trying not to be mean. Okay. Um, so, so he was at Flex's house, and we were talking, and me and PJ had just started. I don't know if you remember this. I do. I, so I we do. were we were uh, we had just started Blackstone pretty much, uh-huh. and we were all eating at Flex's house, and uh, and I was like, so oh, you know, we started this company. He's like, good job. Yeah, I seen that. I was like, what advice could you give me? Like, what, what do you think I should... Ooh, I asked him the same thing. I wonder oh. if it's the same advice. No, do not go near strip clubs. <laughs> was that the... Was that no, the, no, no, no. That's not what I got. That's not what he told you either. No. <laughs> so he, he goes... That would be funny. So he goes, um, he goes, so I... When I would walk into my office and I didn't know my employees, he's like, I would walk around and I'd be like, who the fuck's that? Who the fuck's that? Who the fuck's yeah. that? He's like, and that's why I knew... That I didn't have, well, I didn't have uh, a handle on my business anymore when I didn't know a lot of the employees in my business. And uh, I remember thinking, me and PJ will never be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and the funny thing is, now we, I walk in here sometimes and I'll be like, who the fuck's that? <laughs> For real, I am. I'm like, who's yeah. that guy? We had a, an issue with something that happened online with somebody from our call center that was kind of a big deal that we had to address. And I was like, do you know who this person is? And he was like, yes. And he described it. And I was like, no, you just described Ryan. <laughs> and then he was like, I guess I don't know. We both didn't know. So then we had to go figure out. But we have, uh, well, we, David is our, I guess you would call him our right-hand man. He, he does so many different things. And David has hired most of the yeah, staff. Yeah. And so we trust David. He, he puts them through a pretty thorough um, process. But it kind of got to the point where, it's not like run by us anymore. It's yeah. kind of like, hey, this guy's doing this now. Yeah. Um, Delegating. Yeah. So, what what was your what was what did he advise you? Uh, d- d- um, don't trust anyone. Don't trust yeah. anyone. Yeah, yeah. He had some bad. We we keep learning that more and more. Yeah, and uh, that's something that I, I do still, unfortunately. Trust people. I trust people. It seems yeah. like you don't. Hold on, let me turn up your mic a little bit. I'm noticing your mic's a little loud. All right, hold on. Let's say say something. Sit. What's up, guys? <laughs> Are you closer than you were? 
No, I'm the same. All right. Uh, I think Aaron is is fairly trustworthy. I am trustworthy too. Um, no, you trust people. Oh, trust I'm like trust, he's trust trusting in people. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck out. That'd be trustworthy. No, no, yeah, no. You're right? trusting in people yeah, yeah. more often than you should be for the most part. Yeah, PJ was always uh, when we were. Uh, it hasn't happened. As, I feel like I've lost a little of my trustingness. It's yeah, it thing. happens in this industry for sure. Uh, but when we when me and PJ were fr- were just friends, you know, before business. He'd always be like, that guy doesn't like you. He'd be like, that guy's an asshole. That guy, whatever. And I'd be like, no, they're, they're cool. And usually PJ was right. Most most yeah. times than not. I would say that if I were to go back now, and I can't even remember all the people now because we don't even talk to most of them anymore. But if, if I were to line up 10 of them that PJ said don't trust, I would probably say 9 of the 10 he was right on. Wow. Unfortunate, unfortunately. unfortunately. That's what my squad takes care of. Uh, Austin, who's yeah. behind me. And then Dana, too. Dana's an awesome read-on character. Yeah. She can read people instantly, and she's always right. It might take, like, two weeks or a month, and then I turn around, and she's like, I fucking told you. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. I wanted to like that person <laughs> so much. Uh, she's she's really, really good. Who who has she been wrong on? Can you think of anybody in your life that she didn't like, but now she does? Austin. <laughs> really? No, Austin, Austin. Can you help me out? <laughs> Not Austin in general. <laughs> Um, I actually hated Austin when we first uh, we brought him in for an interview. Really, I can understand um, that. And he's 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 from Philly, so he talks really really loud and aggressively, and he'll talk about, over you. He'll go them them there them those guys. Oh, you use use and <laughs> he's what? actually an intelligent guy. You wouldn't know from talking to him. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's he's from Philly, and he has that whole Philly thing going on. Listen, them guys over there. But when he, when we brought him in for the interview, he was just he would just talk over everyone super loud, and he's like because he's nervous. Uh, it's just him. And I, I, I don't, I, maybe because he was nervous, but he, when he left, my brother was like, do not fucking hire that kid. And, and everyone said, don't hire him. And I was like, well, he's actually a decent designer. And they're like, yeah, but you have to sit next to him all day and listen to him. Can you do that? And I was like, well, I can't, no. So I, e- so I emailed him, right? And I emailed him and I was like, listen, bro, like, we're going to look around at more people. And he emailed back and he's like, listen, man. Uh, I hope you, what did you write, Austin? I hope you understand, but you're not going to find anyone as good as me, so good luck. Whoa. I was like, whoa. And Drew was like, fuck that little kid. (laughs) Fuck that kid. We'll never hire him. And then uh, we looked around for like two weeks, and no one was even close to him. So I called him back up, and I was like, well, you're hired. And he's like, cool, when do I start? And I said, "Uh, today. And he said, all right. Packed up his stuff and left. Moved that day. Moved that day, like, Legit just dropped everything and came. It was really cool. Changed his goddamn life. Now he's driving a Mercedes. (laughs) Balling out like crazy. That's awesome. And unlimited supply of flag or fail shirts, too. Yeah. He's even on the most recent shirt with it. uh, He has his own shirt. An old bodybuilding photo of him. It says, that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens when you're a cocky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he's good, man. He's good. And he, and he works. I mean, he, he's one of those dudes that, and we all know, it's like you're not at work, but you're thinking about work. Yeah. You know, so he's one of those dudes that, like, he's he'll text me at 1 a.m. with something that he's hung up on or a comment that he saw or... It's like cool. He's because he buys in. He buys. Yeah, he's in it. He's it is it. so hard to find people like that. Yeah, and when you find him, you yeah. don't do not let him. That's go. like our David. You know, like fuck, we could have a few more Davids. How much work we would get done. We talked yeah. about that the other day. It's just really, really difficult. You want to hear something funny? Here's the funny thing we haven't talked about on the radio show before, which I bet you can identify with. Is we have here. You already know this because you've been walked around and met most most of the employees. We have here. Uh, Full time, I think we have in the forties people employees. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here in the office we have maybe thirty, and almost 
all of them are computer dorks or Magic the Gathering, yeah, Magic the Gathering is, Dragons. Is big here. We have no bodybuilders other than like Sammy, the one of the call center guys. Yeah, and a few other guys that are in the, the call gorilla center. chemist now. Yeah, the gorilla, but he's a fuck. I mean, he's really a science nerd. That yeah, has yeah, yeah, he's a nerd to bodybuilders. But it's very rare um, to have like bodybuilders that that work for us, which is funny because when me and PJ started, our whole thing was like we're going to hire only people who look the part. Only people who train. Like, if you look at our our uh, first picture of our first booth at the Tampa Pro Show in 2012 or 13, you have me, PJ, Matt Meinrod, who at the time was a humongous uh, mm. muscle bound, yeah. like 330, whatever. And then uh, Tim Hilton Hill. McAuliffe, uh, Timbo. Uh, Hilton was a bodybuilder. All bodybuilders. Who now owns one up nutrition. Angel. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was uh, before Angel. That was, was the it? Booth, that was the booth before Angel. Uh, Timbo and uh, my wife, who was in great shape at the time, who uh, now obviously makes babies, uh, yeah. among other things. <laughs> um, uh, so um, you look at that booth, and like everybody's like gone from there. Yeah, you fired everybody, you know, basically. And now, like everybody is like into like Dungeons and Dragons, basically. And we are very like stereotypical with bodybuilders too. And also, we have become extremely anti bodybuilder in so the workplace. Weird. It's so weird. Well, like if people, we find out somebody's a bodybuilder, we're like, shit, uh, I like that guy yeah, too, but yeah. he's probably lazy. Well, I think that when people apply for me, like, uh, I just called for the assistant on Snapchat. That's, that's on our top. And a lot of people wrote back, they're like, dude, I'll work for you. I want to get fucking huge. And it's like, mm. if you work you're for fired. me, you're yeah. not going to be able to lift. Yeah. Like not being a dick, but like, I I just started making it a priority to lift, but like prior to that, dude, I was lifting two days a week. Sometimes I wouldn't lift at all that week. Yeah. Because, no, we have bigger shit to do. And I think that that's the problem is bodybuilders, they put their body first. Yeah. The meals or the training is number one. Incidentally, on my Instagram, which I have very few followers on, please help. Please follow Aaron Singerman. Follow him, guys. I have the least. I have less than Austin. Well, at least. Uh, uh, Austin only posts food photos. Can I, I still have less than him. Does uh, this bring, bring back the old Twitter war memories? No, because you're beating us so much on this one. It's not, it's not, <laughs> nobody cares about it. When we anymore. first started Twitter together, it was like, I don't know, five years ago, right? And we both started at the same time. So the same people, for the most part, were following us. And um, we started this little like Twitter war to see who could get to, I think it was 5,000, right? 10,000, I think, at the time. Whatever. Well, whatever. We'll say we'll call Maybe it ten thousand. Uh, whatever the number was, it was a race to see who gets there first. I don't remember what the prize was, right? But okay. I was I was actually telling people to to unfollow him temporarily. Ooh, we were, we were <laughs> I like it. To, and that was back in the day where I was just as popular as PJ. Basically. And it, it was yeah. it was neck and neck too to the end. And I wound up winning by like thirteen. It was a really big deal. <laughs> yeah. I, I really gloated heavily that. with that one. So now I look at I look where's your at trophy at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the, not the Olympia trophy? That was mine. <laughs> uh, uh, I look at like him and Flex's have on there. They're getting like ten thousand views a picture, and I'm like, yeah. oh, well, they're fucking Rob Bailey and Flex Lewis. You know, what am I gonna? I'm not gonna. And I'm like, well, I'm getting like five hundred. And Austin over there is like, oh, I get eight hundred. Like, yeah, Austin only <laughs> posts pictures of food that ruined your lunch. Well, you know what we could do? What? We we both started Snapchat the same day. We're we, not going to be able to compete. We on. can have a Snapchat. Uh, the only thing is you snap pretty often and I don't. It I have to like, tell have, myself. This. You still have 10 times more than me. Um, let me look and see what I got. You're still getting thousands and I'm getting 500. Um, I'm posting interesting stuff. You know, Celeste's yeah. snap numbers are crazy. Well, well she, come on, bro. She'll be like, look, I posted <laughs> this thing and it got like 12,000 yeah. views already. I'm like, jeez. I posted my butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a really hot girl and I get a lot of views. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They say it's a man's world though. 
Yeah, wow. Not, not on uh, social media. No, no, social it's a, media. It's a woman's social media. This all got brought up because I started, so we posted on the boat today, which we'll talk about later, but we posted on the boat today and I started getting, instead of people following me, of course, and liking and becoming my friends, they started sending me messages about wanting to be Rob's assistant. For real. <laughs> For real. Like, tell Rob I'm going to be his best assistant ever. Yeah. What this is this funny. We jacked, can, bro. There's a, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, of uh, talk that we can we can bring up right now with the whole assistant thing. Oh, you're getting Eduardo really bent out of shape. Well, we've been sharing an assistant, which if you're as busy as us, I'm starting to realize is impossible. Yeah, we so we have Eduardo, which you guys. Well, wait, know. hold on. Yes. Do you do commercial breaks? Yeah, we have a commercial break in. Uh, I could Monday. pee you for sure. Ooh, I get a pee too. Yeah. Let's go. We're gonna do a commercial break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Come back. Yes. With the assistant talk, and we're gonna PJ's gonna hurt it. Yeah, I was actually starting to look at the clock, thinking I got to. Singer and PJ Braun and Rob Bailey, and we are about to talk about assistance. <laughs> assistance, as in having an assistant, which is a funny uh, concept if you actually think about it. Yeah, um, I, I can definitely say for myself, anyway, it wasn't, but you know, months ago or maybe a few years ago that that concept would have been very foreign, and uh, I would have felt like an asshole to even say that. Mm. Hey, maybe it would be better. Life would be better with an assistant, but. We found, uh, at first, Alex, who was uh, both PJ and my assistant, who was uh, a hell of a nice kid, but uh, <laughs> not, a, not a good assistant. You met him, the kid with the tattoos and the... Yeah, yeah. Tattoos. One of my favorite comments that he ever made was, hey, man, I realize I'm a really bad assistant. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him that in life, that uh, to be self-aware is a very, very important quality to have, so I was glad... That he realized that um, he did not last very long at all. No, he came with me to South Korea, and as soon as we got there, uh, it's funny because we were walking through the airport. I was me, him, and Chris Evangelista, and I was carrying his bag. I was like helping him. He's like a little kid. I was carrying his bag, and Chris was like, "Hey, shouldn't he be carrying your bag?" <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, you're right. You're right." I was like, "You're right." And I realized at that point, I was like, "This kid's—he sucks." I mean, he's a nice. Like I said, he's a nice kid. But, like, the fact that I have to uh, tell him, hey, man, carry my bag. He, he like, was dreading going. And I was like, and he was also scared of Aaron. Um, of course. And I was like, listen, you're just going to go there and hang out with Aaron and videotape stuff the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be bad at all. And a lot of people, it really bothered a lot of people that he wasn't appreciative of his role because... The way that Aaron likes things, me and him are, are way different in, in this particular way that he really likes to have, like, a companion doing stuff with him. And I really like people to get the fuck away from me. So, like, he likes to have somebody to, like, do these things with. Yes. Um, so you're going to get to do some fun-ass shit if you're our assistant. Um, like, me, I'm usually the one that's like, I'm like, here, do this, and then please go away. And um, people were like, how could this kid be complaining about getting to go to... You know, the Olympia, the Olympia, Olympia for the Olympia for the, for the first, first time, and this, and Korea, things that so many people will never get to do. And I was like, you know what? Um, it's Today's youth is a lot different than we were, in that's South for sure. Korea, Not that we're old, but... In South Korea, I was like, hey, man, like, you want to go walk? Because 
you know, because of the time change, you know how it is. You yeah, know, you're a mess. Yeah, you're a mess. And so it was like, I don't know, like one or midnight in South Korea. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to go like walk the streets and like check out the city because they have like a pretty, pretty active like nightlife area. And I was like, you want to go like check it out? And he was like, nah, I'm just going to stay in my room. And I was like, okay. And I'm not going to force the kid to go do fun yeah. stuff. So the next day, I was like, it was like 11 after we ate. And I was like, hey, man, let's go walk the streets. It was really fun the other night. He's like, nah, I'm just going to stay in my room. And I was like, oh, this kid sucks. <laughs> so I had to walk the streets what, by myself. What happened with, with him is uh, it all worked out in a great way, though. So we met Eduardo because of him. Yeah. He was, they were buddies. And um, Eduardo would, would tag along with him and actually help out so much. And uh, he even came to, I believe it was the Arnold Yep, yep. And was helping. Oh, the Olympia. The Olympia. And was helping for free in the booth just because he wanted to help and, like, be a part of everything. Mm -hmm. And so it got to the point where he, uh, Aaron said, uh, I'm going to fire Alex. And I was like, I actually, like, there was something about Alex that I really liked. Uh, I think it was we both uh, had a very similar taste in music. And he was also a, a musician trying to be a musician. So that was, like, our common bond, I guess. And I was like, oh, man, um, let me figure out something. So I... Tossed around this idea with Celeste, and she was like, honestly, I think that is going to wind up being a great idea. Call everybody first. I said, what if I get Eduardo to be Aaron's assistant, and I'll take uh, Alex, and he'll help me and you. It's like, look at how Eduardo is. He's so hands-on, and he's so helpful. I mean, like, that's what Aaron wants. Like, that'll be great. I like proactive. Yeah. yeah. Proactive. Al Alex, is, Alex is completely reactive. I don't want I, I never – the problem is that uh, – I am uncomfortable a lot of times being like, hey, man, carry my bag. But I want him to carry my bag. But I don't want to be like the guy who's like, hey, carry my bag. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, I'm, at least like PJ said, it's important to know yourself. I know myself mm -hmm. well enough to know. I want somebody to carry yeah. my bag. Uh, I want somebody to drive me to go to work so I can work in the, in the back yeah. of the car. But I'm not going to be like, hey, man, you drive me. Yeah. And you're yeah. the boss and you're paying for what you want, right? Well, there's, so there's little things like Austin's not really my assistant. He's my... I guess he's almost like the creative director of the brand now. Mm. Um, he's your number two guy. Yeah. But like, he's like our David. Yeah, if you've noticed what he does, like it's never been discussed, anything, but if we walk up to somewhere, he lets me walk in the room first. So he'll open the door for me and always let me walk in first. And it's it's not something that is a big deal, but it's like, well, no, I if I had to choose, it's like, well, yeah, hold the door for me and mm. let me enter the room. But you would so never that, say, do that. But I would yeah. never in a million years be like, well, this is how we have to do it. But he... For some reason, he just says, well, no, Rob's, you know, or Rob should sit there because it's, it's, it's bigger, it's more comfortable. Or if there's a water, Rob the gets boss. the water. Or, the yeah, boss. and it's like, I would never be like, well, there's only one water, I get it. But he knows, like, well, no, i I got to make sure Rob's okay. Yeah, so it's a really, good. yeah. And that's what I wanted. And, and Alex was not like that. Well, Alex, um, what happened was I called Eduardo. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, I, I would be honored to have this position, which I thought was a really cool reaction to me saying, hey, well, you want to quit your job and come you know, work for us? And uh, um, I came out of nowhere with it. And um, he said, I believe that I am the kind of person that will make Aaron very happy. I'm an extremely proactive person. And I can tell that's the kind of person that he is. And he said, Alex is very reactive, and I can understand why they wouldn't get along. And um, he said, it's just important to me that uh, Alex is not getting fired for me because I wouldn't want to, you know, hurt my friend. friends. Yes. And I said, well, I'm going to work it out where you guys can, can both work for us. So I told Alex, I was like, listen, I'm going to actually keep you just for me and Celeste. And we're going to bring on Eduardo and he's going to be Aaron's assistant. And Alex said, well, this is, was the beginning of the end. Cause instead of being like, Oh cool. You know, cause he, he loved Celeste. Uh, instead of being like, great, 
he said, oh, well, I realize I'm really not a good assistant, so I don't know if you want to do something else. And I said, I'll tell you what, man, let's, let's figure something out. So what we came up with is that I wanted him. He is very, very talented uh, video editor. Just a great talent that he has. Yes. And uh, something that, and this is not a bash on Trevor. I love Trevor. Something that would take Trevor the entire day. I could give Alex the assignment and he'd be back in 45 minutes and I'd be like, there's no way you're done. And I would look and it'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's very val- valuable, as you know. So yeah, um, I said, I want to do a lot of video. Don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're going to come up with something and you're going to be my guy. And uh, I decided that I didn't want to do like... Um, you know, vlogs, like I wanted to do something that was kind of different. And people had always said, like, you guys need to have your own reality show. Mm -hmm. You guys need to forever. And I was like, you know what? I want to make my own like bootleg reality show. And you're going to be the guy that films it all. It could be cool. Just follow us around all day and just edit up. We'll do a couple a week. That'll be your job. And I'll keep you on the same pay, which is a, was a very good pay. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I felt, and I'm like, and you love editing. You've said it. And he was like, great. First video he ever did fucking awesome and i was like this is gonna be great yeah the very second video terrible and i spent four hours on a saturday when i was supposed to be doing shit with celeste editing it right and she was pissed she was like you're ruining you ruined our day that we had planned out we don't get that many days like this and you're paying this kid to edit the videos why are you sitting here going through it all and i'm like well i really want it to be a certain way and i'm trying to like explain it to him so after this we'll be good and it it just progressively got Worse and worse, and I. The problem was that I knew how good he was. Yeah, and that the kid didn't want the job anymore. He just yeah, exactly. Yeah, he didn't care. And so he didn't have the balls to be like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. So he just wanted me to be like, you're out. Yeah. And um, it's like the girl that cheats on the guy because they they, they want to break up. The way yeah. the way it went down was finally uh, I gave him a deadline. He was already behind, and uh, the video had to be out by um, eight o'clock. And I know I don't have to uh, explain to you. Uh, the way that my, uh, you know, same thing with Aaron, the way, the way that our work is perceived is extremely important to me because mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to think these guys just threw that shit together. Yeah. Like represents it's you. very, very important to me. And I had to trust that he understood what I wanted at this point. It was like our eighth video. Now we're up maybe at like 30 now. And, um, he said, I'm sorry that I cannot edit your video now. I am doing a photo shoot for my band. So I was like, well, when, when, when will you be able to, to edit this video? It has to be up tonight by 8 o'clock. He said, um, I will do it at 2 o'clock. It, there's no problem that it will be up by 8. So then he just wasn't responding to any of my, my calls or texts. Finally, at like 7.45, he texted me, the video is rendering now. Now, I had to go. I had already uh, scheduled to do a Periscope on something, something business-related, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I, I didn't get to, to go through it and make sure that it's good. I'm just trusting you that you, you did this right. And he was like, yes, that's exactly how you want. The, Celeste and I finally got around to watching this video. And the first thing, although we feature the, video, the videos on uh, Facebook and we, uh, we get behind advertising them, they are on YouTube as well. And the first thing I noticed that there was like 37 thumbs down and the video had only been up for like, an hour and like normally it's like at the time it was like two thumbs down yeah like 37 thumbs down i mean something weird that something weird must be going on the video she said he did this on purpose like there's no way that anybody could that put up put it up it was there was us doing things but the audio was completely not laid on it properly at all so it was like a really bad like you know the chinese, didn't match. chinese yeah, subtitles yeah, yeah. or something yeah 
And like, you would you would see that. There's no way you wouldn't see that. Unless you didn't proof it, yeah. And um, Or he didn't give a fuck. He just didn't give a fuck. And yeah, uh, not, not proofing is not giving So I um, freaked out, and I was emailing everybody at midnight, please take this down right away. This is embarrassing. And I said in the email, Alex, it's obvious that you just did not look at what you did, and you didn't care. And if you don't care about that, this job anymore, please just finish. You know, tomorrow's Friday. We have a, a lot of stuff planned out. Please just finish your last day that you're already paid for, and uh, I will be happy to let you go on your own and pay you, and that's it. And it was so important to me that he came in because all I wanted to do is, and it wouldn't have done, it wouldn't have solved anything, but all I wanted to do was play the video in front of him and ask him, is this the best job that you could have did? And it's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to hear what he said because if he said yes, I would have been shocked. Yeah. Um, But if he said no, I wanted to have a talk with him about, you know, owning up and being a man and like doing things the right way yeah. when you have a job to do. And, and instead I never got the satisfaction. He refused to come in and gave all the equipment to Eduardo. I was like, please don't steal the friggin' $10,000 worth of equipment. That you yeah, yeah. And I, I've never seen him again, uh, since then. And, um, that bothered me so bad because I paid him so much more than he should have been getting paid just cause I wanted him to do a good job. So that now, you know, the pitfalls of finding the wrong assistant, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's 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 any employee, and, and that's something that I struggle with because, not that I'm old, but like, you know, I'm, what, 32 now? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm an old man, and but I, I'm starting to realize that even like these 25-year-old kids, they, they just don't have the same upbringing, and they no. don't like, they don't take anything serious, and this is, I'm st- obviously judging everyone, yeah, judging well. everyone, but it's like generally like, <laughs> they're young kids, they don't fucking know anything, and... Being that I have employees now, and I know, like, I never thought I'd be here, but it's like sort of my job to be like a dad, yeah, sort of, right. and teach them, yeah. like, listen, like, you know, don't post half naked photos, like, I, I like yeah. to girls that you know work for me. It's like sure. I know why you're posting those photos, and like, not to be a dick, but like, you're trying to find a dude, you're doing it the wrong way, mm. like, you're, you know, I just weird things like that. That it's like, how do I? as an employer, step into these weird situations or, like, convince a dude to be a man be like, no, you need to get in here, own up to your actions and realize that, like, you're fucking up a really good opportunity. And, like, I don't, yeah, it's, it's a like weird thing said, to teach these you kids. You just said being, like, a dad, that is that absolutely yeah. how you have to be. And both of us have to be like that in many ways. Man. Telling you, kids, geez. like Lewis upstairs, don't post pictures of you smoking weed on your... On yeah, your don't phone. post photos of drugs on the internet. Now, I actually, I busted his balls <laughs> about it. I So I go... <laughs> He was, he, this was like, I knew that he was going to like freak out when he saw it, but I was like, I made a joke out of it. I go, Hey, do me a favor on your Snapchat. When you're like posting all that weed smoking stuff, can you at least wear like a Boca nutrition hat, not a NutriShot, my competitor's hat? And everybody started laughing and he was like, Oh, you, you saw that? I'm like, yeah, we all see all that, that stuff. Too. Yeah. They don't realize, yeah. you know, the same thing. I, I just had someone start, I don't know if I should talk about it, but start selling like, uh, one of these pyramid scheme supplement lines. Uh, and I'm like, you, you realize, like, we, I own a supplement company now. <laughs> like, you're, you're part of this. And, like, now you're working for one of these pyramid schemes. And it's just, but, and it's, it's an innocent mistake. They just don't realize. And they don't even realize that it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, they don't know. And it's it, like, it, it blows my mind yeah. that they don't realize that, though. How obvious but the pyramid schemes it's are. It's because they need, they, they just, they're unaware, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, I feel like it's my job as a CEO of a company with, I mean, same amount of employees you guys have, 30 to 40 at any point in time is like to teach them like watch out for this. Yeah. Like this isn't in your best interest. And so we have a few big topics cause I know we're coming towards the end of the show. 
that I'm, we need to hit that are All very right, important. Ready. Okay, number one, Big Lenny. Big, oh, that, that, that Big Lenny. Big Lenny, PJ, does not like Rob. He does not like me. Now, Big Lenny, for people who don't know, that's why I said He also before. doesn't like Mel Chauncey. And I have no idea who this dude is, but I, the, you know, the guys on the internet comment a lot. So I actually had to go look him up, and I was like, I, I thought that you know, it wasn't really serious. But I watched. I watched. They, someone like linked the number to the part of the video, so I don't have to look too hard. It's great when they do that, right? But uh, here it is. It, this is confuses the shit out of me. Is when people, because I travel a lot. I'm in every single state. I'm all over the world. Blah blah blah. And it's when these people they see me somewhere, and I'm there. You know, I came to your fucking area. Yeah. And then they see me, and then after I leave, they're like, yeah, I saw him there. He's a fucking pussy. It's like, well, where'd you see me at? And it's like, oh, I saw you in Florida. And it's like, well, then when I was standing there taking photos with everyone, why didn't you? I, I mean, you could have went around the four-hour line, and, and, you know, if it really was up. I, but, you know. But they don't. You know, whatever. I get it. I would hate me, too, if I didn't know me, dude. Uh, Is there a reason? Behind the hate? We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He just... Uh, I think he wants to... It's obviously... We know it's what those guys are all about. It's it's just to get more views on their YouTube. capitalize. They're obsessed with their YouTube. Yeah, yeah, people, will, they'll, they'll call out you so that we do this what yes. we're doing now. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll be like, oh, shit. Now we got to go see we, it. Ooh, yeah. We had a guy... We just, we just inadvertently helped Yeah, him, perfect. Like, Next and, topic. We, <laughs> we, we had a guy that I... Uh, and I'll make, make his whole day right now. That guy, Jason Blaha... That's got like ninety thousand subscribers on his uh, YouTube, which is a pretty decent amount. Um, said that he saw a guy in a Blackstone Labs shirt, yeah, he did. and it made him realize like that our like country is in a what's terrible. Wrong with the society, yeah, what's wrong with society? Maybe. And so everybody was sending me like the minute when he said it, and I was like, I don't care. I'm like, do you, do you know how bad he wants me to come and address this now? And the guy. Uh, knows nothing about our brand. He's talking about us selling pro hormones, which we haven't sold in over a year. Um, and I believe in all the products that we put out anyway. So uh, anytime that anyone does that, you guys have to understand it's because they want us to, to respond. 100%. They want Rob to respond. They want me and Aaron to respond. That's what it's all about. That's their, that's their advertising budget. <laughs> if Rob responds to him, he, he, he makes their friggin' at least month. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this yeah, we just did a lot for everybody right here. Yeah. <laughs> I heard uh, this morning. I heard uh, I uh, very exclusive single, the new uh, Rob Bailey. Am I not even supposed to say? Oh no, you can, you can. Yeah, That's you, fine. I heard the Rob Bailey Hustle Standard single. <laughs> which You're like actually, the only I, one. I, I not only I not only did I hear it, but I have it on my phone, so I'll be post. Oh, oh. oh so, never mind. Sorry, Austin. It's one of those upset. like, do not post Austin this. I'm sending upset. it to no, you. Austin just got upset. Austin is always the one who tells me. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm sending this to you right now, but do not post it." Fucking Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, Gorilla Chemist was bringing up uh, the music to me via text message. I don't know if he was just, like, fanboying or not, but I didn't want to, like, throw too many topics at him. He was saying, hey, I don't know if you have a lot of topics or not, but um, Rob had a song from the Creed movie soundtrack that was really good, and maybe you guys can talk about that. It's a cool experience to be a part of the Rocky movie franchise, which fucking is really, Wait, really no, cool. I was in South Paul. He yeah. said there's something in the movie Creed from this, the, the Rocky soundtrack. Is that correct? Not that I know of. Is it I'm, possible I've been in a lot that you of, wouldn't even know about it? Yeah, it's possible. So, like, because to be a part of like the Rocky franchise is pretty. Uh, for example, let me think. I was just in. Are you looking that up? I haven't seen it yet, but thirteen hours. Uh-huh. Uh, that movie about Benghazi. There was a guy wearing Flagner Fail on it. Wow. Which wow. I didn't know about. Um, 
the San Antonio Spurs open to my music, which I didn't know about. The Mavericks open to my music, which yeah. I didn't know about. I think the coolest thing is that clip you sent me with the Mark Cuban. That's awesome. Yeah. I love Mark Cuban. I've been Cuban, telling so. you, I don't know why, how you haven't used it yet, but that should be the opening of some kind of video. Yeah. Because he's like, Mark Cuban is like in an interview, and they're like, what's your favorite uh, song? And he's like, unfortunately, he didn't know the name, which, yeah. which sucked. It's or he didn't right. know your name, which sucked. But the quote was great. He's like, he's like the best song. He is, sang it. Yeah, he goes, sang it. Goes, I'm a motherfucking beast. <laughs> I would be like that. And I, was like, I was like, whoa, oh, that's man. me. Yeah. He's singing my song. Like, shit, that's cool. Like, you're a fucking state team's anthem. Yeah. Several of them. Several. Yeah, it's crazy. If you're in this, then we just discovered something that uh, you didn't even know Ooh, about. Austin, I might have researched that. Austin says no. <laughs> it's it's Southpaw. In the beginning yeah, it's Southpaw. Well, that we knew. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to tell Grill fucked up Grill Counts. Ooh. Doctors pay. Yeah, go back to science. Yeah, all that, all that, all that. <laughs> I actually, this is, uh, I don't know if you remember this, you have a lot going on, but I went to see the movie in the movie theater, and as oh, we you texted playing, me right away. I texted yeah. you and sent you You were one of the first people. Yeah, um, saw yeah we saw it on opening yeah. night. So. Yeah. Did uh, a lot of people do that? I'm a sure. lot of people, people still to this day are texting me, and they're like, bro, did you know that you're in South Park? <laughs> I just watched it on demand. And I'm like, yeah, I was, there was a lot of negotiation with, uh, <laughs> You know with Shady cool? Records. You know what's really cool, though, is that um, that song made a big enough impression on people in that movie that a lot of times, like, if I'm describing who you are to somebody who doesn't know, and I'm okay. like, oh, they have, he plays music, too, and they're like, what music? I'm like, did you see Southpaw? Like, yeah. You remember the music that opened up the movie? I'm like, yeah, that was cool. I'm like, that's right, yeah. yeah. Like, that's pretty neat. That, Why don't that, you just say, it's, uh, it's Dana Lynn Bailey's husband. Uh, I could do that. Do you know there what's you so, so like, uh, funny is today, so the girl that came in today, <laughs> um, Carolina Campos, she, we just signed her to Celestial Body. She's got like 650000 on on Instagram. Uh, Brazilian girl, although she made it a point to make sure that I said she was a United States citizen. Uh, um, <laughs> I was deal. like, I'm, I'm really sorry. I have a lot of stuff going on today, and I have to do this radio show. It's important. And uh, Rob Bailey is here. I'm making sure you know who he is, right? And she was just like sitting there thinking... And I'm like, you know, flag nor fail, right? And she was like, and I was like, really? Wow. And I was like, um, and she goes, wait a minute, the guy from the picture that you posted today? And I said, yes. And she goes, Dana Lynn Bailey's husband. I was like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. wow, geez. Uh, yeah, it happens. Uh, well, well, I, 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 um, less lately, though. I uh, for a very long time, was uh, Caitlin's husband. Because uh, they didn't even realize that's not even her fucking name. Um, I even got people at, this is really funny. I, I had people at wrestling events yeah. that would be like, Caitlin's husband, when they'd see me. And a couple of them even wanted pictures with me, which I thought was funny. With uh, the music, it's transcended a little bit. Like, uh, <laughs> who was it? Uh, I forget the girls. Uh, I think it might have been, I don't remember who it was. Fuck, I don't want to just say like the wrong girl. Yeah. Well, but spot. it was a girl that uh, she lifts and then she was dating um, like a Navy SEAL or something like that. And the Navy SEAL listens to Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard. Uh, Dana Dahlgren. No, no, no. Yeah, we just um, about that. Uh, but her, her, I guess her boyfriend would listen to Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard. And she was like, oh, that's Dana Lynn Bailey's husband. It's like, no, nah, it's somebody different. And there was, a lot, there was always arguments that, like, it's not the same guy. Like, the music guy is different than... It can't be the same yeah, guy, right? How, he's in bodybuilding. How could it be yeah. the same guy? People get very thrown off by that, too. Um, they're like, he really... Um, like that's really him. Like he has doing skill the music. Sets. Like that's that's really him. Like I'm just, it's not complicated. I just yell a lot. <laughs> uh, um, actually, PJ does a pretty good impression. Ooh, I'm a motherfucking beast. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that mic up. 
<laughs> that was really good. We're going to do a whole, uh, we haven't gotten around to doing it yet, a You're whole part of it, yeah. thing of all the people that Skits. we do regularly, because okay. I do T.T. Fletcher quite a bit, too. So you want to do that? When I'm in back, the up, back up for the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go too close. All right, you ready? I have to be in the right mood for it. Grow, motherfucker, grow! I command you to grow, Aaron Cinnamon! I command you to make this radio show the best motherfucking show you ever did, Mr. Aaron Cinnamon. <laughs> you said the name, that's, that's the key. That's Saying the name it. over. Kai Green! Yeah. Kai Green, we do. We yeah. love Kai. You want to do, do a Kai Green? <laughs> it's very important to me that you understand this experience that we're in right now. It's so much more than a radio show. It is a part of us as people gathering together and souls meeting. And what this does, the ripple effect that it causes in the universe is something beyond our understanding. I always remember we were at Bodybuilding.com with Kai. And uh, this was a really, I mean, I had a really hard time keeping it together. You know, you know Kai does, yeah, yeah, does yeah. this. For right? the, the uh, uh, Q&A thing? The, oh, my, oh God. my God. So he was doing a, he, now granted, he was very tired and he was not in the mood to do this. He was had just been dieting. He did training. He did videos. He did everything. And they're like, hey, Kai, we want to put you in front of um, Google Meeting or Google Google Meeting or whatever. Ooh, we're. Yeah. He's like, and they're like, we're going to have thousands of people that are going to watch you and going to ask you questions on this Google Meeting. <laughs> Surprise. He's like, he's like. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, they bring him into a room, and they sit him down, and uh, our friend Candace Hudson, this bubbly blonde, is going to ask questions. She's the uh, VP of marketing over there. She's going to ask the questions that the people are writing to her, to him. And uh, and so they're really basic bodybuilding questions, generally. Yes. And so they're like, the first, or one of the first ones that made me like I had to leave. <laughs> was, was, they're like, she's like, okay, Kai, this is from Steven in Kansas City. And he wants to know what's the most important part of training back. And he's like, mmm. Mmm. He's like, mmm. So when you talk about training back, first you have to think about the character of a person. <laughs> um, I started like, <laughs> Dude, I was he new gets, that if me and him looked at each other, it was, was over. Like, so I was he gets so there. deep. Yeah, he was like, he was like, literally, he went from that, he's like, character of an individual <laughs> and that person's ethics to then take that character and justify it, mystify it, and manifest it into then work. That work will then grow the musculature. And I'm, I was like, like we were like laughing. Yeah. I'm staring at him. He's staring at me. He gets and so we had to deep. We had to so what I thought was great also was so Adam, uh, who Adam is Jeff. is uh, what is what do you what is he called? Well, he's the CEO of Dynamic Muscle, and he's also his uh, buddy and business partner. He's he's his partner in everything, I guess. Yeah. Right, he's in everything. And so I don't want to say his his partner in life because that makes it sound like an innuendo that it's it's really not. But um, so he's been working with Kai for years, and when they first said what they were going to do, and they had a list of like 20 questions. Adam goes, mm, no, uh, we're going to get probably to number three if we have an hour. Yeah. And they were, they were like staring at him, and he was like, maybe number four. So if you want to put the more important ones. Yeah, like before first- Kaycock walked in, he's like, yeah. he's like, they have like a list, like a pages of lists. Like, so these are the questions we're thinking of going over. Yeah. He's like, whoa. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's like they're gonna get Adam knows exactly what the deal is, but we know too because we yeah. we're, we're, we do. Uh, you guys have done a lot, you know, with Kai, and, yes. and yep. we, we do a lot with him. He's so. not able to be succinct usually, nope. and then if he's more tired or he's had a long day, he gets you know more and more. He can't really be uh, succinct. He just can't be. Yeah. And so some of the questions were like when she was reading off to me, he's like, mm-hmm, 
Like, he was, like, thinking, he's like, oh, yeah. my God. And, and, you know, he can't leave, too. So me and PJ have jetted out of there. And with, with like, the first, you know, five or six paragraphs, we're like, oh, my God, we're going to leave now? But you could see Adam being like, oh. You, you know, you know uh, it's really funny. But he has this, like, ability. It's something about, I guess, how spiritual he is, that people are always, always, at, at least one person cries when they're talking yeah. to him. Yeah, weird. Like, everywhere you go. Yeah. And like we were in uh, Vegas, and uh, I was like not paying attention, and I and I like turned around, and like him and Celeste were talking, and she was crying, and I was like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about? We're just eating dinner. Like, what happened in the in the few minutes that I was like, she was crying, yeah." Celeste. And Adam was like, "He just makes people cry all the time," and and uh, I was like, "I missed it. I wasn't I wasn't paying attention." What was she crying about? What did he? What was he? How was he affecting her like that? It was like. Talking about um, like her career and like the way that because she was kind of like grew up real fast and so like she put a lot of pressure on herself in her career to perform and like be successful because she had to be like kind of like the mom and dad for her family. Yes, and so he was like explaining like like that how he the relationship that he like felt with that and stuff and wow I didn't just escalated really. I'm like, how did that conversation even start? You know, we just, just ordered our you food. Just, you just get there. Uh, well, yeah. Did Kai ever make you cry, be honest? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kai made me perform live once. Really? I've only performed live once, and that was in Denmark. And, How did uh, you do it? Yeah, um, that's a cool story. I, didn't know I was, uh, we were in Denmark, and we were driving around. Like, a lot of, we, we travel with them. It seems like a lot, and it's, yeah. like, just us. So we get, like, this really cool side of them. And I was, like, ranting, and he encourages me to, like, rant. And I was saying something about, like, just being sick of people that talk shit. And not talk shit like negative, but people that are like, oh, I'm going to do this, and that's the next big thing, and get ready for this. Right. And I'm like, shut the fuck up and do it. Mm -hmm. I, I said a quote. I said, we're not people who talk shit. We're people that do shit. And the next day, they were like, Rob, perform live. And I was like, whoa, I've never performed live in my life. I'm not doing it. And Kai was like, well, remember what you said last night in the car? Um, you know, we don't just talk shit. We do shit. And I was like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you called me out on a quote. Oh, and uh, next thing you know, I was on stage. Screaming next to him and Dana, guest posing together. Well, that's cool. Oh, really yeah. intense. Yeah, that's cool. So, did they, treat for those people. Did they play like the music in the background? Yeah, so they played my music and they just turned my mic up and I just yelled over myself. Is there a video cool. of that anyway? Yeah, it, it exists out there. How did you? Um, when you saw it, what did you think? Uh, when I, s it was cool. Yeah. It was. It was like. It was like. It didn't really happen. Would you do it again? Um, yeah, I think so. I think that's what I'm trying to decide. Like where I go from here with music. Do were you? Were you like? Watching it like proud, or were you like, ah, oh, what I did this different? Or, like, what, uh, I was just, I was happy that I did it because, yeah. um, you know, I'm used to being like in the background, obviously, and sure. uh, I'm used to you know producing all the video and doing all the stuff and, and supporting Dana and everything, mm -hmm. and like watching her on stage and like making sure she's okay, and then all of a sudden it was like, wait, you're going to be on stage doing something too, where. All of a sudden, Kai Green and Dan Lynn Bailey weren't the stars. You're in the center. You're the star, and they like fall back, and they're, they're your backup dancers, oh. which was really fucking weird. Twilight Zone. Still, yeah. Was um, was uh, was Kai? Were they both like happy? Were they happy with how it went? Yeah, they loved it, dude. Yeah, that's they cool. loved it. It was like a super surreal moment. Have you heard Kai sing? Yeah, I heard he, him he sing. Sings, the other day he sings really he's well. Really yeah. good. He's, he's good at everything he does, man. Everything. He's a talented guy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. very he's talented. Very I sang to Kai one day. Yeah, did you? What? Oh, you videotaped it. And oh, yes, it yes, yeah. exactly. He loved it. He told me he loved it. Yeah, he did love it. He did love it. That's a good one. We can we can put that into the sketch. <laughs> Overlay that. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he, Kai is good. He's a good dancer, too. Dancer, singer, very, very talented. Artist, good artist, uh, everything he does. Anything artistic he's yeah. good at. Yeah. Very good at. 
That's funny. We have to fucking arrange that one. Uh, the uh, Rob Bailey concert. So how many uh, how many people were uh, in the place? And there was a lot. There was a lot. So was, there, that was like a serious treat uh, for those people. It was the. The illest show ever. What, Nobody was expecting that. There, there was, was no couple, like hype no, no. or anything behind no, it. No, right? there was. The, they they had uh, spur the moment couples posed the night before, and then there's a second day show where it's like an all new crowd. So Kai posed. No, Dana posed. Then Kai posed. Then Dana came back out and posed with Kai. And then they hit me with a spotlight, like, up in the crowd. Wow. And, you know, I started singing and, like, walked. I, so I had to, like, sing and walk, which was really intense, and then climb up on a stage. And then I came out. It was only, uh, it was, like, maybe a minute of the song. That's cool. But, yeah, it was really, really cool. But, no, nobody was expecting it. But now everyone wants it again, but I don't know if I'm, I don't know. <laughs> the only thing I'll say about that. Green to get, get it out of you. Yeah, the only thing I'll, I'll say on about that is doing all those appearances definitely take you away from all the business things you have to do. Yeah, that's that's the. I mean, yeah. the same thing with the traveling. It's like where where is and not only that. It's like where's my relationship? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like when course. we travel, it's not, it's yeah, not it's what busy. you think it is. It's like oh, you're in Australia together. It's like we're not fucking in Australia. We're in an expo center. Like I'm not with my wife on fucking vacation. People have no conception. I always get, and I'm sure you get it even more than me. People are like, "Hey, man, uh, how was Las Vegas? That was awesome. You guys went to Las Vegas." And I'm like, "No." No, 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 no. We we went yes, we went to Las Vegas, but there was no fun. Like it was nothing. Like I remember when I went to um, what was the place I went to when everybody when I went to Prague, everybody's like Prague was awesome, right? I was like, no, actually, we didn't do shit mm-hmm. in Prague. We we did nothing. Prague, yeah. the, the expo was okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, a lot of times you don't even that. you don't even see the country. You, you guys have done that so so much. Yeah. You see you see the airport. You get your bag. Mm-hmm. You get in a car with a driver you don't know. Yeah. And then you. Change and the driver probably wants to talk to you. Yeah, you go to an expo where there's a four to five hour line, and you feel like an asshole because you're tired. You feel like an asshole because I can't get through. We can't get through the whole line. They cut the line short. You go try to eat. As you're trying to relax and eat, you know there's more people talking to you, and you feel like an asshole because you're tired again. Mm. Then you sleep and you wake up and you do it the next day. Then you're back on a plane. You fly home. You know you don't see a fucking place. Yeah, and and you you probably like. It's got to be even way worse for you guys, but like you're like, oh well, we're going to this place. Maybe we'll take an extra day to do this. But then you get there and you're like so fucking tired. And, and you're, you're, like, you're like, let me get home right yeah. now. <laughs> for me, I'm. I, well, yeah, you I'm feel like, guilty too home. because I mean, same thing. I got 40 employees, yeah. and like if I'm taking a day off in Australia, fucking running around, like I felt guilty on the fucking boat today. Yeah. So something, uh, <laughs> you did something, uh, something. Uh, Happened, PJ, that I thought that I think you'll like that I thought was very amusing, uh, and I brought this up several times already. So we're driving in the car in my new car down the road, <laughs> and uh, and some older guy, I believe, older Jewish guy. I, when I say older, I'm saying fifties. He was upper fifties. Yeah, upper fifties. He he pulls next to our car, and he's like, "Rob Bailey, it's like, I love your shit, man." <laughs> and then speeds off in front of us. That's I great. Like, I was like, "Holy shit!" Some older Jewish guy in Boca. Literally yeah, he was not. That's awesome. He was not my typical fan base. Um, and so uh, I asked uh, him, or Darielle may have asked you about like how many times that happens now. And you actually said that uh, in regular. I mean, because like I, I bring this up because Jay Cutler, uh, you know, I've hung out with him at expos and stuff, and he gets mobbed just like you guys get mobbed. Mm-hmm. But Jay will tell you that it's you know it's much more rare. He still gets noticed, but it's very rare for him on his daily life to get stopped and get asked for an autograph or a picture. Maybe every once in a while, every few days or whatever. But you say now that you guys... It's have- every single place we go. 
That's fucking wild. You know what? Honestly, honestly, that boat place today was one of the first places I've I've gone in the last year. Like, I went to the mall last night. I was like, oh, I'm going to the Boca Mall. There's no fucking way. The hostess at the restaurant got photos. She knew who fucking Rags was. Yeah. Um, the dude at the Sunglass Hut. Shout out to you, bro, who gave me 50% off my sunglasses. Probably going to get him fired now. No, no, no. He, <laughs> it was his, his discount. Oh, okay. Yeah, he gave me his discount. Um, Still getting fired. But, like, yeah, I just... it's It used to just be Dana. You know, be like, hey, bro, can you take our photo? Like, uh, like yeah, yeah, I got you. Or can your brother take our photo? And now it's, um, yeah, I've now, done a lot of those photos. Yeah. <laughs> People, I guess, know who I am. I guess, I don't fucking know. The old take the wife photo. I'm like, just yeah. give it to me. I already know when they come over. I'm like, give it to me. Yeah. How yeah. many you want? Couple. Yeah. I've done that for you before. That's, that's true. Fun. You're my, uh, husband or wife. I said, husband, I guess it would be. Yeah. Right. I'm your stage husband. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people. Yeah. But me. I mean, you guys are, you probably don't like to think about it, but. You guys are celebrities. I mean, now, now for sure. Yeah, but it's social like a, it's, media is a great. It's a weird, yeah, exactly. Gauge of things, yeah. right? Because I like how you did on the onward video. You say, uh, "Hi, I'm Rob Bailey, and this is Dalen Bailey. You may know us from the internet." Yeah, that's literally yeah. the truth. Well, we came up on the outside of the industry. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a. It was weird because up until how many years ago? Five years ago, there was a certain way you had to come up. Sure, you yeah. came up through television. Oh yeah, or you came up through a magazine. That's it. And that was fucking it. it. And all of a sudden, social media came out, and it's like you put a girl like. Dana on social media that could never make it in the fucking magazines, and all of a sudden she's one of the most popular girls yeah, in the industry. She wasn't on a cover of a magazine until relatively so, recently. Social no. media is now trumps TV. Oh, one hundred percent. People watch more hours of Facebook than they do actual. Yeah, TV. like Dana posts a video and it hits two million people fucking instantly. Crazy. And we've had we've had we get reality show, TV shows offers all the time, all that shit, and they're like, "Oh, you should come on this show. It, you'll get, uh, you know, we reach six hundred thousand households." And I'm like, "That's." <laughs> So what's that worth? And they're like, oh, it's worth $200,000 in advertising. And I'm like, cool. So my Facebook page, Dana's Facebook page, reaches $2 million in 15 minutes. You guys have done, I always remember there was one of the videos that you did, and I can't remember right now what it was, but it was Dana on you training or you yelling at Dana deadlifting or something, yeah. something like that, that if you looked on Facebook, uh, Arnold released a trailer for his new movie. At the almost exact, I'm sure I sent you the, the screen. Yeah, I, yeah, it was one of the first times you saw numbers. You like yeah, lost I was your like, shit. Oh shit! Because I, you know, I'm a numbers guy. Yeah, so I saw the yeah, numbers. Yeah, I saw mine. He texted me all night. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> texting all night because your movie, his movie trailer came out, and you posted that. And uh, like by 24 hours, you were at like two million views, and Arnold was at like 1.8 million. Or yeah, you're that was Arnold. yeah. I actually, he showed me a number that I'm not going to say. Uh, I'm not going to even get into specifics on it. Um, of something that you guys did in a day, and I have used that um, as a gauge of success for Celeste's uh, clothing line oh, or cool. our clothing line ever since that day because I know it's factual. And, uh, you know, I was like, to me, like, because I'm a numbers guy as well, I was yeah. like, that speaks volumes. He's talking about a dollar figure. Oh, you're form. talking about like a dollar figure. It yeah. was, uh, okay, don't get into it. It was something that he, yeah. that he, that he <laughs> was like, <laughs> yeah. No, I would never yeah. say it. Yeah. He showed me one day and I was like, that's, that's, yeah. uh, these that's are factual. Black Friday stats. shit. Yeah. It's hell. Yeah. And, but, and it's almost like, and that's what my, you know, setting the goal like for this year's Black Friday with, for example, that, you know, they came up, my brother wanted to do a crazy number and I was like, dude, no. I was like, what? It took you weeks to it, ship it all out. It right? takes us three weeks, man. We're still a small company, yeah. you know? So, like, to hit that number, like, that's not... I don't get excited about that. Like, Black Friday, I, I refreshed, we, and I was we, like, we, fuck we me. <laughs> this is not okay. <laughs> you know, because I want a better... More than the money, I want a better customer experience. And when we do numbers like that, no. It's... 
you know, two weeks in, they're like, where the fuck? And it's like, we haven't stopped working yet. You want to talk about a better customer experience? I, very big mistake. I was trying to be like the cool boss. And I told everybody they could have off after Thanksgiving for for Black Friday, including shipping. What a boss. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we came back. And there was, on top of that, there was a glitch um, that that threw things off as well. But honestly, I think everybody was actually mad at me. Uh, I mean, yeah. The guys that I actually gave the days off because they, they were like, man, we're, you know, now we have all these customer service emails. I and this believe and that. it. I came in and I'm like, where is everybody? I, I honestly <laughs> knew that it would be a good day. Yeah. Um, you but didn't it, know it would be that good. It was a phenomenal day. And then there was, like I said, there was a glitch that made things like, Twice as much work, yeah. and um, it, you know, trying to be the cool boss to wind up like really. I, we had a lot of like customers that were pissed. I actually, this is a really funny spin on it though. <laughs> I did a I'm sorry um, Instagram uh, video mm-hmm. with a coupon code that generated another like twenty grand in sync. We're like, hey, we're really sorry, but this won't even ship for weeks now. I was like, just letting you guys know that, listen, we've had some glitches. You guys are awesome. You bought so much stuff that we're behind, and we've had some issues. Buy some more shit. I'm really sorry. Everything will probably be about a week behind schedule, but to make up for it, I'm going to give you a 30% discount that you can use today until midnight, and it wound up generating. Just making uh, it worse. <laughs> All right. With that in mind, I am in charge of calling the, calling the day, and, and we are now over for our time. Uh, I want to thank Rob Bailey. You have anything you want to say? Yeah. Um, let him no, thank you guys for having me. Did you have a nice time? The I run had everything. a good time. The, you, you did. You did. We, we've had fun, right? The Run Everything Labs trainer. Yes. Please go check out runeverythinglabs.com. People it are is, loving the trainer. Yeah, it's fucking, it's brilliant, man. You know, you see all these trainers on bodybuilding.com and everywhere else, and this is a really unique one that I think everybody has been like universal. We're not guaranteeing any results, (laughs) which was the first thing. It was like, well, you're not going to get shredded. You're not going to get stronger. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) But it's to make people fall in love with training. And I think that we, we, we tried to write it the way that we've been training recently and with things that we've learned to try to get people to just try new shit. Yeah. There's nothing uh, more important than that. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's like the big, the best way to get big arms other than I guess synthol (laughs) um, would be, to enjoy training arms. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. If you fucking enjoy it, it's, it's going to work. Yeah. yeah. That's almost life in general. That's a good business. 100%. Step. If you love what you're doing, you're going to be good at it and money will come. Mm-hmm. Or big bicep. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what that's what we tried to outline there. So cool. people are loving it. Check it out. Um, that's runeverythinglabs.com. Obviously, you go to flagnerfail.com. Buy all the clothes that you can. There's a limited supply of them, as you heard. They're cut <laughs> off. So yeah. go buy them that's today it. before it's too late. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess that's it for me and PJ. Obviously, visit BlackstoneLabs.com. If you want to email me or say anything to me, email PJ instead. <laughs> PJ at BlackstoneLabs.com. But follow you on yeah. social platforms. Follow Aaron, yes. Follow, I really only care about Snapchat right now. So go follow me on Snapchat. It's at Aaron Segerman. <laughs> follow me on Snapchat. I need to beat Austin. That's I don't even care about being PJ anymore. I want to beat Austin. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm losing my voice. Have a great night. This is my shout out to-